Wessex LMCs supporting you and your practice. Dr Gareth Bryant is a Wiltshire-based GP and acting chief exec of Wessex local medical committees. They represent GPs across the south. Good morning, Dr Gareth Bryant. Good morning. Good Hello. Morning. Uh, when you see headlines demanding more face-to-face appointments, how do you feel? Uh, horrified. I think I was uh, reflecting on it when your uh, producer phoned me this morning that I saw this headline yesterday when I was filling my car up and it just lent, gave me a sort of sickening feeling in my stomach, to be honest, given where we are um, at the moment. And I, you know, I'd like to share with you why why, why my re- I reacted like that and why, why all of my colleagues will be feeling exactly the same this morning. Yeah, please do, because the, the Daily Mail and, you know, they, re- they think they're representing their readers who feel that they, this is important to them. They want these appointments, so they just, I think, they're, they're speaking out for their readers. So why are headlines like that so horrifying for you and your colleagues? Well, a couple of things. So, um, firstly, we haven't, we've, we've all got to remember the pandemic hasn't gone away. So in August this year, there were 30 times the number of cases um, of COVID-19 than there were in August last year. Thankfully, we've got a vaccinated population now, so that's having a massive impact on the consequences of those cases. But we're still having a 1,000 deaths a week, and COVID is still in the top 10 causes of death in the UK. Um, And about 1.2% of deaths are in the double vaccinated population. So we still need to be careful. We still need to be careful. We don't want full waiting rooms because we, we absolutely need to avoid that. We still have patients coming in with symptoms, which could be COVID. Many of them are doing lateral flow tests, not PCR tests, when lateral flow tests are not sensitive enough to, to, uh, to ensure we can keep everybody else in the organisation in the, in the practice safe. The other issue is that we have to staff our practices. And if we have... Um, COVID being circulated amongst our staff, we reach critical staffing levels and then we can't offer a service anyway. So we we were actually mandated by the government at the start of COVID to work in this way. And in fact, even prior to COVID, the government were pushing us to move to a more uh, to more uh, alternatives to face-to-face consultations, such as telephone, video, and these days something called e-consult, which many of your listeners may have may have been used. So, mm. you know, it's sort of slightly ironic from the profession's point of view that having delivered one of the most successful vaccination campaigns in uh, in the NHS's history, being open throughout the pandemic, we now seem to be coming. Um, Coming the bad guys in this and being and, um, and being made as, a, as the fall guys for a system failure, really. So, yeah, this is why why it's just so utterly frustrating. And you know, the data, the Daily Mail are looking at they want fifty nine percent. We're currently at fifty nine percent face to face. They want to get to eighty five percent. But but general practice is much busier now than it was because of the legacy of the of the campaign. So. If you look at absolute numbers, so if you if you look at the number of face-to-face consultations now compared to the number um, prior to the pandemic, we're actually at, we're actually doing seventy percent of, of face-to-face. So, if, to explain that a bit more, if you had a hundred consultations prior to the pandemic, mm. that same hundred seventy percent of them would be done face-to-face now. So we're getting there. We are moving in the right direction. The number of face-to-face consultations have increased hugely, but we have to keep people safe. I wonder, though, um, I I absolutely get the needing to keep people safe. And I think there'll be some people that would prefer to have a phone consultation for that reason. But as we come out of this, 
is it a case of safety or is it can you actually afford to to do the service as it was running before with that many face-to-face appointments is this about budgets as well no it's not about budgets it's about it's about two things it's workforce and workload so before we went into the pandemic um the government you may you may remember had a target for a number of new gps and initially it was five thousand they then increased that target to six thousand but actually in the uk we're we're fifty thousand doctors short not just in general practice, but in, in the whole of the NHS, and that's BMA figures. Coming back to GPs, if, we, if we're looking to recruit 5,000, we need to recruit 1,500 a year to hit that target. Last year, the net gain was around 10. So we have a massive workforce problem, which is causing then uh, a bounce and effects in workload, which is making the job incredibly difficult. And I wonder how so, patients are responding to you. Do you think GPs are getting a bit of slack for all of this? Oh, absolutely, and and again, this is this is one of the one of the awful con- unintended, con- well, possibly unintended consequences of of headlines like the Daily Mail, is that you know the the media and politicians seem to be driving a, a wedge between patients and their doctors, and this is really damaging. We we need. Uh, as both as patients and and myself as a doctor, we need a, we need a trust a, a relationship that's built on trust and confidence, and it's that that leads to good clinical outcomes. Not when you have headlines trying to trying to uh, apportion blame for for the the system and the situation that we have to we happen to find ourselves in now. And the other unintended cost. Uh, consequences. Morale is very low in general practice at the moment. It's low across the health service. People are exhausted. They're traumatised by by what's happened during the pandemic. Um, And now more and more headlines is just going to drive more and more people to leave. And of course, that's going to make the workforce problem worse, make the workload problem worse. And it becomes a a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm. Dr. Gareth Bryant, thank you very much for your time today and for sharing your thoughts with us on all of that. Much appreciated. 